friends. Welcome to a new episode of Let's Not. I'm Sam. I'm Michelle. And we're back. <laughs> we're back misbehaving. <laughs> I wanted to do something weird so that I could see your reaction and you're just like, I'm not even going to engage. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have done? I thought that was weird. I like screamed my name. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's because I, I just, I appreciate you for you. So anything right. you throw at me is fine. fine. <laughs> start, start Sorry to disappoint it. you. <laughs> Friends, we've missed you guys all so much. We're back. Aww. Thank we you so much you. for giving us a break, for giving Michelle's brain and body and ankle a break. Um, if you're not, it. If you're not following us on Instagram, you should because we did alive we did an ig live Mm -hmm. it was fun i feel like a lot of people liked it um we kind of did like a a celeb gossip kind of headline Mm -hmm. take to it i liked it too and yeah i feel like people liked it i feel like when we started this we're like oh at the top we'll talk about pop culture and current events and stuff like that but then it's always like well we record on thursday and then it airs on tuesday and you know how fast the news cycle is Um, so so that was like really nice to just like talk about it in the moment before five more stories come out. And then all of a sudden your opinion is not good anymore. (laughs) Cause it's like, how do you pick the juiciest of the juiciest? You know, it's impossible, but if you want to check it out, go watch it, comment. Um, Mm -hmm. what we talked about was we discussed Drake Bell, how he pleaded guilty, uh, for being inappropriate with a minor. And I didn't touch base on this uh, because I forgot, but right after this whole situation of him pleading guilty, he went to Disney with his wife and his baby that no one knew he had. He's been married for three. He's been married for three years, apparently. How does somebody do that? I don't know, Michelle, but people are thinking that it's like his team that threw him into Disney and like all of the paparazzi. Well, not all the paparazzi, but someone was there taking photos and just showing him and his wife and kid having a good time. And now he's having his baby more on his Instagram. Like, I guess he just did an Instagram live where he's like just talking to his baby and it's like now they want to push it in your face that he's married and he's a family man he's a dad and it's just like where was your family three years ago (laughs) for the last three years for For the last three years yeah you're a person in the public eye how do you secretly get married three years ago and it's just coming out now and you have a secret baby Mm -hmm. I I don't know about that I don't know about that. So I think it's just all a PR stunt, trying to make people forget about what just happened. Do you you think that like the wife and the kid are also actors for hire? Who knows? (laughs) What the fuck? What is so hard about just like living under a rock for a while? Until, mm-hmm. like, people just get used to not seeing you. Like, what is this incessant need to constantly be in everybody's face? If Drake Bell just went away, nobody would ever think about it again. Mm-hmm. Who's really going to be like, whatever happened to Drake Bell? No. Just go away. 
Is that bad? No, it's not bad. Are you joking? <laughs> um, and then we also touched base on Chrissy Teigen, how she's kind mm-hmm. of just complaining of how canceled life is from her couch, even though she's pretty comfy. Try having a broken foot on your couch, Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, tell her, Michelle. You know what? I'm taking over her Twitter. I want all those followers and I'm Chrissy Teigen now. She should do like an Insta story takeover, like let the fans or let other people. I'm not a fan. <laughs> show show their lives and what they're going yeah. through. I'm just doing exactly what she's doing. I'm just on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's lonely here. Is there is there a club for broken ankles that I can come to? <laughs> I, to be honest, I almost posted that on my Instagram story because I just have a lot of questions about what's happening right now. And I don't want to constantly be just like calling my doctor, Mm -hmm. but I'm just like, has somebody else had a broken foot? Is this specific pain normal or should I call it in? You should. All right. Where where are my broken ankle people at? (laughs) Also, we talked about uh, the very talented, successful Jamie Lynn Spears, and I'm being very sarcastic. <laughs> so Brittany has come out and we are realizing that Jamie Lynn Spears is not the sweet, supportive little sister we thought she was. And we were reading some of uh, Brittany's Instagram posts and mm-hmm. she had also mentioned she didn't appreciate Jamie Lynn Spears uh, performing to her remixed song. And so I looked on YouTube because I wanted to see this performance. It was for the Disney Channel Awards or something like that. And they were giving Britney like a lifetime achievement award. It's the first time that they did this award. So they had a bunch of Disney stars come out and do like cover remixes to Britney's song. Like there was a girl who did Oops, I Did It Again. There was a girl who did Hit Me Baby One More Time and how they presented it as like, Britney, we present you with this award. Here are these people performing with a special guest. And so all the young girls are doing okay. I mean, they're not Britney, so they kind of look (laughs) silly, but they're living out their Britney Spears dreams. I get Uh it. Uh So then at the end, what's her song? Till the World Ends starts playing and it's Sweet little Jamie Lynn Spears and Brittany mm-hmm. looks so shocked. She's just like, oh, wow. And then, of course, she, <laughs> her mom's like hitting her and like saying, oh, my God, doesn't Jamie Lynn look great? And you oh. have to look up the video if you haven't seen it. And she's just trying to be supportive. Like she's smiling, but her body's like so tensed up <gasps> and she's like crossing her arms, like trying to dance. Like you can just tell that she looks she's so uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. And like Jamie Lynn's just singing up there. She has like full on bleach blonde hair extensions and like a little Britney, like one piece suit, just, just trying to be something in her little pathetic life. (laughs) Um, And she's singing and she's like doing this to Britney, like pointing her finger and just shaking her head. And it just looks so condescending. Like it's kind of like a nana boo boo kind of thing (gasps) to me. Oh. So then when she finishes, she tells Britney like, I love you so much. You've changed like music, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, surprise, because she was the surprise guest. Yeah. So then they show (laughs) Brittany going up to stage and Jamie Lynn, their mom was there with them. Mm -hmm. And she like pushes Brittany to like go up on stage and Brittany's like kind of going, but it just, I don't know. Looking back now at like old footage, 
it's so different because you kind of yep. know what was going yep. on at that time. So I definitely recommend checking it out if you guys haven't watched oh it. Oh my God. That's okay. So that's on my list now to watch that. And then and also- if you see a few comments from me saying Jamie Lynn <laughs> wishes that was me. I was like, she wishes. She and then wishes. And I was like, I commented on a few videos. I was like, okay, I need to stop. Because now am I Chrissy Teigen and Jamie Lynn is Courtney? Oh, no. So I, I stopped because I was like, she's young. I need to stop. But you wish, Jamie Lynn. <laughs> you wish you could be Britney. You wish you could be known as Britney's sister. <laughs> I'm fucking dying. <laughs> The picture of you going to like multiple copies of this video just to say, you fucking wish, bitch. Jamie Lynn wishes. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Okay. So I will look up that video. I'll look for your comments. And then also still on my list is to watch, um, going back to Drake Bell, like, um, the oh, victim yeah. talking to, to him. You'll cuss at your computer, Michelle. Oh, I'm sure I will. I do that every five minutes, so (laughs) (laughs) nothing new. If we did the Instagram lives often, we could call them spiraled and riled because Michelle had sent me a graphic of our logo and she's like joking, saying that this is what the podcast should have been called because (laughs) I like to spiral and Michelle gets riled. Um, So if you see that on the episode of the IG live, that's why. And maybe we'll continue with it. I kind of liked it, like the bite-sized let's not going back to that. But yeah, I don't like, I think it would be fun to do a live every now and then where people can just like come in and chat with us and we could just like talk pop culture. I don't know. I we need to I feel like we need to do a poll on our Instagram to see for some reason you guys are watching bites and dive ins or whatever with what's his face. But are you guys oh, is no one listening watching the Real Housewives? Because when Michelle and I were talking about, everyone was like, Oh, I don't watch <laughs> I don't the Real Housewives or what cast are you talking about? I'm like, how do you not know? All right. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Sorry, steal it. That. What? <laughs> Do you like that saying, the meat and potatoes? I don't hate it. All right. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I mean, I'm, what's the saying? I'm indifferent. Okay. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm not going to misbehave over it. <laughs> Laughter's the best medicine, they say, Michelle. I'm going to have abs after this. I love it. Um, Okay. So this episode is about astrology. Woo-woo. Do you love it? Do you listen to it? Do you hate it? Do you care? I do care. You do care. I do care. I have I've I okay so I'm not like an expert with astrology like yep. the whole rising and the moon and the sun and all that I'm just like this was the month I was born and so I know my sign yep yep um do I I like looking at it all the time like what's ahead for the month the week what's my what's my horoscope for my love for my relationships yeah. work friends and stuff like that Um, I will say one of the articles that I think you're going to reference started talking about that astrology. There's no connection. And I had to immediately get out of it, Michelle. (laughs) I was like, if anyone's going to break the news of astrology, not being a real thing, it's going to be Michelle. 
Oh, okay. I'll take so it. It kind of upset me a little bit, but it's yeah. fine. What yeah. about you? I I like it as like a fun little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely do follow my Aries horoscope like on Instagram and I definitely check in with it every day. And to be honest, it's always sometimes creepily accurate, if not always baseline accurate. Sometimes it's creepy. Like I'll send the really creepy ones to Jake mm-hmm. and I've showed you too. And like Jake for real thinks that I'm behind this account. He's just like, he thinks are it's you your f- account. <laughs> yeah. He's like, are you just writing these? And I'm like, no, but isn't this crazy? But like, I don't follow it blindly, but I like when it, I obviously like, I like when it aligns with what's happening and then it feels like, okay, like this, it's like a guiding force. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. It kind of, it just gives you maybe a little bit of reassurance that, okay, I'm on the right track. Like, yeah, this is the universe like has me in mind. It's fine. Exactly. So that everything's not just a cluster fuck floating through air. It, It feels like things are in an in line. And that there's fate and like a sense of rhyme and reason to the universe and not like everything's random and we're just floating through space and nothing matters. (laughs) Your face right now. Well, now that you say that. (laughs) No, I totally get what you mean. That's how I feel too. But I don't take it as I say that. I don't take it like super seriously, but it's like nice. Well, you're not making any like decisions financially, like, (laughs) (laughs) no, (laughs) but then also like when I get a horoscope that says, oh, today's going to be tough. Like, just take it easy. Make sure you're resting. I'm like, oh, well, the horoscope says I got to take it easy. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like I'm going to take a nap right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like you, I just recently found out the other signs, my moon and my ascending specifically Mm -hmm. for this episode. I don't even know other horoscope signs. So like if someone who is in astrology and they meet me and they're like, oh, Sagittarius. Oh, I totally get that. That's like this. Like, I don't know other sign traits, you know? Absolutely not. I'm never like, oh, that girl is such a Gemini. Like, I don't know what that is. (laughs) No, absolute same. Like I know a lot about my own sign Aries and I know nothing else about anybody else. And are you talking about like the horoscope accounts? Like I love following the Sagittarius yeah. accounts on yeah. Instagram. Like just give me all the memes. They make yeah. me so happy. And just the ones about me, please. Not, no. I don't care about Libras. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just me. <laughs> and I, you know what? I feel like I would know like Jake's sign and I would have delved into whatever that was too, but he's also an Aries. So it's like, all right, I already yeah. did my research on that. Yeah. So Joe's a Pisces. Oh, he's and such a Pisces. He's such a Pisces. They go figure. <laughs> Makes sense. No. Um, so when we first started dating, I was looking at like his traits and yeah. like what the compatibility yeah. rate is and all of that stuff. So yeah. See, like I like doing that. And usually it's not even like, it's not like I meet somebody and I'm like, oh, let me go see what their sign is and like learn about them. It's usually like, I'm so bored right now. I'm just staring at my phone. And then I get like stuck in a rabbit hole and I'm like, oh, you can find out like compatibility of like friendships. Let me do all my friends, <laughs> you know, like, and it's just like a one day thing. Yeah. With your friends, does it seem accurate? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
But now I'm a little bit questioning it because for this episode, I did, I delved a little bit deeper and your, your main sign, like your sun sign, which is the one everybody knows about themselves. Cause it's just the month or whatever you were mm-hmm. born in, um, is like your core person. And then your ascending rising sign is actually what you present to the world. So realistically, I should be looking at maybe my core sign and then their ascending sign because that's who they're presenting to me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I feel like that would make more sense. So, well, now I have a question with talking about your sun sign, rising sign, and your moon. Like, do I need to be looking up? whatever my moon is for my horoscopes too? Like I everything, well, I wonder? It's, I think it depends because we'll get into it, but like your sun, your moon, and your rising like represent different aspects of your person, like your ego, your inner workings and stuff. So I guess if you wanted to know what your true inner self was actually like, then you would look up your moon. Makes sense. Yeah. But okay. now- you know what? At the end of this episode, you'll know it. So then maybe you can find other accounts that are like your moon and all that other bullshit. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. So fascinating. <laughs> it's fun. I just think it's like fun and entertaining. I do too. So I guess I will go ahead and get started with my sign. If you guys didn't yeah. know, I am a lovely Sagittarius. People wish that they were a Sagittarius. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I feel like all fire signs. I think we're the best. What's another fire sign? Aries, me, and then Leos. Leos. Yeah. I feel like Leos are scary. Yeah, I'm a little Just from what I see, like, in memes. Yep, yep. No, I know a few Leos. And then I I think they're, like, the more... They seem like the more aggressive fire sign. Stay away from me, Leo. Not Leonardo DiCaprio, though. Yeah, you're (laughs) fine. You can come closer. (laughs) Michelle has the giggles this episode. Imagine you being like, scoot on in. Scoot on in, Leo. Come closer. Like I said, I'm a Sagittarius. I found out that my rising is a Gemini and my moon is a Cancer. Oh, I don't know if that means anything to you because it doesn't to me. Okay. So for those of you guys who aren't aware of the good traits the Sagittarius can possess, we're optimistic. We are lovers of freedom. God damn it. (laughs) We are hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Fair-minded honest and intellectual we like to have fun usually with a lot of friends not me Mm -hmm. perhaps we could be the best people to have a conversation with Sagittariuses are known for being free like they don't like any kind of commitments yeah we don't like bosses we don't like to be told what to do like Mm -hmm. nothing we don't like any of that (laughs) nothing and growing up like I feel like that is true because growing up, anytime yeah. my mom tried to tell me what to do, it would just make me annoyed and upset that she would tell. I'm like, you don't need to tell me. I'll mm-hmm. do it. But don't tell mm-hmm. me because if you ask me or tell me, if you bring it up, I'm not doing it. She would always ask me, like, did you do your homework? I'm like, well, mom, I'm not going to do it now because you're yeah. making me do it. Like, I don't yeah. like to be controlled. Don't tell me what to do, mom. Um, even in school, mm-hmm. I didn't like my teachers telling me what to do with bosses. No. Yeah. I just don't like any kind of 
hovering, <laughs> telling me what to do. I don't need any hovering. I don't care that you don't want me to have a dog. I'm bringing <laughs> dogs into exactly. this house. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, with your positive traits, I feel like those are all very accurate. I think that you do like to have fun, maybe not with a lot of people, but you do like having fun. I feel like the only one I would possibly question is maybe optimistic. I would say you're more reluctantly optimistic. You don't think I'm optimistic? Michelle? I think that I think you absolutely 100% are optimistic, but then but I'm think, weary. Yes, but then you follow <laughs> it up with a okay, I feel good about that, but also let me just mm-hmm. suss it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is pretty much me. So let's see. Let's go to the worst traits. Inconsistent. Sagittarians are known to get bored easily. That is so true. I yeah. hate how bored I get. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It says we're reckless, which I don't think that's true. Uh, overconfident. I don't think that's true either. <laughs> Thank you, though. Emotionally cold and we're angry. I don't think any of those are true. I don't think so either. Inability to fulfill promises. No. This this could be true because I feel like we overpromise because we feel obligated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't put that on us, okay? Then we won't <laughs> let you down. <laughs> don't ask us for anything. So look at you. You have all the strengths and none of the weaknesses. So I'll have to look at like my other my other little things to yeah. see what the weaknesses are and see yeah. if maybe those ring true. Also, it says we're nosy. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Are you not? Do you think I'm nosy? Not that like I know of in real life, but do you go like sleuthing online? Ew, who has time to sleuth? Uh, You just, you told me in a previous episode that you straight up Google (laughs) Maps somebody's house. Um, So... Don't that was it. for my own knowledge. I was wondering if I still lived in Kansas, could I be the person that, like, I could I have already purchased a home for myself? Like, if that was, <laughs> that was me wondering, like, should I go back to Kansas if I ever want to own a home? All right, nosy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a negative nosy. Is delusional one of the weaknesses for a Sagittarius? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> oh my God. Wow, Michelle. Whoa. (laughs) My face is getting so hot right now. (laughs) Just insert a photo of Jake right now. (laughs) Oh, I love it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I remember when I had a case of loser denial. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my stomach hurts. <laughs> I think they may have given you a funny bone while you had surgery. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is such a dad joke. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> we need to get it together. We really do. All right. You got any more weaknesses? Well, since this is on my phone as I'm looking at it, you know how like you search something and then it gives related questions. So there's one underneath it. Are Sagittarius is good in bed? Physically robust. Ooh. And often great sexual athletes. Oh. 
Most Sagittarians tend to be very relaxed and confident about sex. Alrighty. Well, that's not me, sis. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, you run for like five miles. That's pretty. (laughs) I have energy for that, but... Because it's by myself. It's the freedom to do what I want, you know? It's all about me. All about me. (laughs) Okay, but... You also said you had celebrities. Yeah. Okay. So I looked up my fellow Sagittarians that are celebrities. And just to let you know how amazing we are, just to give you an idea. <laughs> let's see. We have Billie Eilish. We have the queen herself, Britney Spears, Taylor Swift. I mean, I, sh- I should be a pop star. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Something I took the I took a wrong turn somewhere. You did. Miley Cyrus. There's a lot of pop stars there. A lot of pop stars. Nicki Minaj. That's pretty impressive. I agree with all the strengths that they said for you. I don't really agree with the weaknesses. Okay, but how how are you with like freedom and independence? Yeah, I need it. Yeah, (laughs) I need it. I mean, my sign is it's the first of the zodiac, so every single list ever is always just like. You need to be the leader and you need to be the one in charge and stuff like that, which I don't agree with. I agree with it if I'm the only person on the team, you know, like then obviously I'm the leader, but I don't Mm -hmm. like I hate managing other people Mm -hmm. because I get so annoyed. I'll I'll run through my list of my strengths. (sighs) All right. So if you didn't know, huh? Won't take long. (laughs) What'd you say? I love this this episode. (laughs) Okay. So I'm in Aries. My birthday is March 26th. If anybody wants to get me presents next year. (laughs) So my positive personality traits are brave and tenacious, pioneers, um, the ideal people for trying new experiences, energetic nature, passionate and creative Full of optimism and unbridled hope. Yeah. Making them generous and eager to help those in needs just Mm -hmm. so that they can put a smile on people's faces. Aw. How sweet. How do you feel about those? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wouldn't say that I'm brave. Yes, you are. I don't. What what do I do that's like brave? You're married to Jake. (laughs) (laughs) This episode episode is just like zinging. Zing. (laughs) Um, I do love new experiences. I do agree that I'm creative and passionate. And I do agree that I'm usually full of optimism and Mm -hmm. unbridled hope. (laughs) You like to help people a lot. You're really good at helping people. I try. I think I get that from my dad, who's also an Aries. So that makes sense. Oh. Yeah. He's, my dad is like such a little sweet bean. Like I remember once we were at a diner and this is when he was like still Catholic. We were eating and like a priest and a nun walked in and they were like having breakfast and we were about to leave. He like left like $40 behind. I was just like, just cover their tab, but just like, don't let them know. Yeah. And then like we left and I was just like, he's like the kind of guy that would just give you the shirt off of his back. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I definitely get it from him, but maybe it's just that we're both Aries. He's really sweet. He's a sweetheart. Um, okay. Some of my negative traits. I'm scared. 
quite the temper. Um, it comes really quick, but it fizzles out quickly. The temper? The temper. I can kind of see that. The blind optimism, which could be dangerous because you're not always able to take the time to assess the risks, which leads to recklessness and <laughs> then, uh, overly competitive. Are you competitive, Michelle? I don't think outwardly I am, but I am inwardly. That's healthy though, right? I don't know. Is it? I think that's a good competitive. I do. Do you think you're competitive with yourself or like with other people? It's not even competitive with other people, but I do have the tendency if somebody says like, that's dumb. Like, why are you doing that? That's when I'm just like, okay, well now I'm going to do it really hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's like when I get competitive. I don't think I'm competitive like materialistically with other people or with myself. It's more of a, don't tell me I can't do something. Yeah. Yeah, You like to push yourself and and like prove to yourself that you're capable. Yeah. Yeah. The, the blind optimism can be a little bit reckless because I just always assume everything, everything will work out. Mm -hmm. Hopefully things work out, but (laughs) (laughs) I think I put enough things in place where it will work out, but I just, I don't like to dwell on all the things that could go wrong because mm. if they do go wrong, I'll just handle it when it happens. And if they don't, then why did I spend all that time? Oh, my God. It? I know. Because uh, that that's very much my mom where it's like she worries about everything even after the fact. Like she still talks about my wedding. That like, what if it rained that day? It would have been a wreck. And I'm just like, oh my God, but it didn't. And it was three years ago now and everything was fine. And she's just like, but it could have happened. And I'm like, how are you still worrying about oh that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe so I like, need to spend like a weekend with your mom and yeah. realize what a waste worrying is. My I mom was helpful. Your mom was? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I would be like, mom, why are you worried about this? Like it doesn't involve us or there's no point in like, dwelling on it unless yeah. like it's right now and right here yeah. and I don't know what happened to that Sam because now I'm just like I worry all the time yeah because it's like now you're in her position where you're just like oh yeah that's right real world <laughs> Re- exactly yeah I know as yeah. I've gotten older I'm like oh it makes sense why my mom worried so much I get no, it now absolutely and I don't mean that like I just float through life hoping no 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 yeah you just don't dwell I think of the ways things can go wrong and I try to have like a plan b if they do but I'm not gonna only think of all the wrong things I feel like it's not helpful and then my mental health will just go down the toilet so I think that I think that's one of my strengths actually I think (laughs) it is too some of my celebrities get ready for this I got Lady Gaga Eddie Murphy uh Paul Rudd callback Ooh, Mariah Carey. God. The biggest diva. So pretty much you're an angel. I'm like everyone an you've angel. just listed. <laughs> I don't think Eddie Murphy could be considered an angel, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, is he not? You know, to be honest, no, he had a wife, so that wasn't good. I just remember the big tabloid story about Eddie Murphy was that he got caught with a transgendered sex worker back in the 90s. Oh. Which... I don't see an issue with that, but he was married to Melby from the Spice Girls and she was pregnant at the time. 
Oh, I didn't know that. I just thought he didn't pay child support or something like that. I'm pretty sure those two things happen at the same time. If he wasn't married and he was just doing whatever, then fine. Sure. Go for it. I've had it. But I think he, it was like a cheating wow. scenario. Um, but yeah, but I love Eddie Murphy. I think he's absolutely hysterical. Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> What's your favorite Eddie Murphy movie? Haunted, Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. My fucking sides are splitting this fucking episode. <laughs> On top of what we each are, I yes. found a cute little Aries and Sagittarius friendship chart compatibility thing. How um, sweet. When we decided to do this podcast together, I looked this up to see, like, if we would be compatible to, like, work this closely together for a long time. But we have, like, some good things. So this is Aries and Sagittarius friendship compatibility. Uh, This friendship is all about endless possibilities because they're compatible and in love with what life has to offer them. So it says the Aries and the Sagittarius make very good friends because they complete each other. Isn't that so cute? It's all right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The first simply loves how the second is honest, friendly, and open-minded. So I love the fact that you're honest, friendly, and open-minded. Thank you, Michelle. Yes. While the archer, that's you, adores the fact that the ram is enthusiastic, bold, and straightforward. Mm -hmm. Neither of them hesitates to use humor in the most difficult situations. They won't mind making fun of each other, so their friendship is based on laughter and usually meant to last. Both can come up with great ideas of spending their time and incredible jokes, especially when the times seem very difficult. It's not impossible to find them competing in a pie-eating contest or doing a portrait (laughs) of one another in painting class. What kind of pie are we going to eat? I really want to sign up for, like, a pie-eating contest. We have to now. At Bo's going away party, let's have a pie oh eating God. contest. And someone fucking chokes, and that's like the trauma oh for that God. party. No, but for real, like in the fall, I'm sure we could find a fair that has a pie eating. Co- that actually sounds like hysterical fun. Yeah. Uh, let's do it. I love fall fairs, oh and I love God. pie. And I love pie. And I love pie. All right. One thing is for sure with these two, they can never get bored when together because they're both attracted to new challenges and want their lives to be as enjoyable as possible. Therefore, the Aries and the Sagittarius will be happy to have found each other and to pursue new things together as friends. Isn't that cute? I I love it. Pretty much we like to bust each other's balls. Yeah. (laughs) And laugh about it. I read in a different one that It works well together because we're both fire signs. We have like a lot in common, but we don't compete with each other. Where Mm -hmm. I think when the Leo gets introduced to either Sagittarius or an Aries, it doesn't work as well because there's too much competition of like who's better at what. But for some, it's the Leo's fault. It's the Leo's. They're just too (laughs) aggressive. They're just too aggressive. Sorry for any Leo that's listening to this. We'd actually like Leos. It's fine. (laughs) But it's funny because like it, in multiple ones, I just saw that out of all the fire signs, Sagittarius and Aries work well together because obviously they have a lot in common, but it's not like a competitive thing. It's just like mm-hmm. you just enjoy each other's yeah. like hobbies and stuff. Just like with my daily one, it's like that was encouraging to me because I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this actually makes sense. We do just like rib on each other all day and like laugh and like have fun. And it says that it would be good. <laughs> 
So you looked up our signs when you first met me? How sweet. No, no, no. Not when we first met, when we were going to do the podcast. The podcast, because you're like, let me see if I want to invest. Not even invest. I just didn't want to like blow it up because I was just like, we have like a good friendship and I don't want to like blow it up with like this more serious thing that we're going to do. I knew in real life and not horoscopes that like we worked well together and that (laughs) it would be fine. I just, I think I read them for like reassurance. Yeah. I feel like this is very, I started reading this article that you just went over and I was like, I I feel like it's very true, but then I stopped because I didn't want to spoil it for myself. (laughs) No, it worked out pretty well. And you know what? It's not also just Leo's. Like, even when I read compatibility of like Aries and Aries, it's it's too fiery. You know, it's like too much. I was going to ask. So like, because you and Jake are the same sign, you said, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Do you ever like hit heads because he's an Aries as well that you can tell? Um, I think we're both passive Aries. So we're not like aggressive ones to begin with. But we do sometimes butt heads on who's like right in the situation I think we both always feel like we're right Mm -hmm. thankfully that doesn't hurt us because I'm fine okay if you think you're right I can see your point that's fine and as long as he can see my point as to why I think I'm right I'm fine with that like I don't need him to be like oh you're right I'm wrong I don't care if he thinks he's right as long as he can see my side exactly yeah so and I think we're both like that so it ends up working I like that. Yeah. How about you and Joe? How do you feel about um, your friends? Okay. So yeah. Okay. Now, now it's all coming back to me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded Sagittarius. like sad. <laughs> so like I mentioned, Joe's a Pisces and Pisces with Sagittarius is not an easy or natural pairing. Oh. Um, so it says we're both highly flexible people and have the ability to work things out Okay, I don't think this is true. It says that Sag- Sagittarius can make the mistake of dismissing the Pisces feelings because yeah. I don't take them seriously. Neither partner feels a need to dominate the relationship. Pisces gets great happiness from helping the Sagittarius. Uh, oh, that seems like super dead on. No? What are you trying to say? No, I just feel like Joe really, he just enjoys helping you. <laughs> Joe's getting no no crumbs. I'm just teasing. (laughs) But yeah, Sagittarius and Pisces enjoy dreaming up ideas and putting them into action. So I guess it's not as bad as I remember. I think that sounds good. And that like neither of you like to like dominate the relationship. And yeah, like I'm I'm like you, even though we're not Aries, like sometimes if we like get into an argument or if we're discussing like our feelings, like I don't need to be right there. I just want my side heard. Yeah, exactly. Um, Like I don't if I'm wrong, I'll always apologize and admit that like I'm the asshole or whatever. But it's like I also just want like both sides to be heard. Yeah. I'd rather like deal with it now and just like discuss it all the way and then just move over it and never have to think Mm -hmm. about it again. I like to obviously communication is absolute key where me and Jake differ is if he's mad, he wants to talk it out right then while he's like still mad where I'm like, I need to like shut down and like get away from you because like I need to cool off. Let me just take a beat. So that I can come back to this when I'm like articulate. (laughs) I think that's good for both parties involved. Gives both people 
a break and then kind of rethinking. And it's like, well, I was about to say this, but I'm not as heated. So I won't make you cry today. No. And that (laughs) it also saves you from just saying shitty things. Yeah. I really pride myself on not just like flying off the handle and just like Mm -hmm. saying nasty things Mm because I obviously respect and love you. Like, why would I say that to you? Yep. Yeah. I try to keep a cool head. And that's why... You know what? That might be an Aries thing where it's like, I am quick tempered and I know that. So let me remove myself from the situation until I calm down and Mm -hmm. then I'll be back. You're aware of it. I'm aware of it. Yeah. That's what it is, girl. All right. All right. In case we ever end up in a relationship together. (laughs) Listen, this is what you're going to get. This is what it is. Take me as I am. But that's good. No, I feel like your pairing is good. I mean, do you feel Mm -hmm. like it's hard to be in that relationship? (laughs) Too much? Off air. Off (laughs) off record. No. Um, And so like sometimes Joe will, if there's like a little hiccup, sometimes he thinks it's bigger than it is like in my mind. And so he just to make sure that I'm okay and I'm like it's not a big deal like I'm not worried about that and he's like I just want to make sure blah blah well that makes sense and that goes back to him like trying to help Mm -hmm. you out you know yeah yeah he just likes helping like even just the other night I was it was last night I was taking Raven out and I had the trash and he's like I can take the trash I'm like it's okay I got it like I can take Raven in the trash I do it by myself when I need to yeah and he kept asking me like three different times. And I'm like, Joe, like, I don't, I don't need the help. It's fine. <laughs> so I just finally give it to him. Cause he keeps asking me. And then yeah. I, I was like here and he's like, I was just trying to help. And I'm like, but if I say I'm fine, like mm-hmm. I'm good. Well, I feel like that's, what's hard with people pleasers. Cause it is, it's so non-malicious. They're just trying to help. But sometimes it gets frustrating when we're, you're just like, I don't need help, especially if like you're venting and they're like, oh, well, let me help you with that. It's like, I'm just trying to vent. Like, I don't need a solution. Yeah. You know? Just just act like you're listening to me. Yeah. Okay, so we just went over our sun signs, which um, is your normal zodiac sign, what you normally think of as your zodiac sign. And so a big news, it's probably not new, but you might see all the time like, oh, this is my moon sign. This is my rising sign. Uh, So we kind of wanted to go into that a little bit and give you some background on what those actually mean. And we'll talk about what ours are. We just like figured them out today. Um, So your sun sign, which is when you were born, your sun sign describes the center of your personality, what motivates and drives you and who you are learning to become. So I've heard it also like been just been described as like the core of your personality. So that was what we had just talked about. You might have also seen people talk about their rising signs or their ascending signs. Um, So your rising sign shows the way you project yourself, how other people see you and what kind of experiences are needed to make your life meaningful. So pretty much this is like your forward facing personality. Um, which I think is almost like what you should be looking up because that's like how you present yourself to the world and how people see you. So now I kind of want to look more into my rising sign because it's like, well, if this is how people see me and this is how I present myself, maybe that's why people are like, oh, you're not a typical Aries. You know what I mean? 
But would you want to look it up if you're like for the people who aren't truly present, like the what they're presenting other people, that's not their true self. Yeah. And it's just what they think people want. Yeah. Well, I would continue to always be in Aries and look that up. But now I feel like maybe that'll also give me a sense of how people mm-hmm. see me and how I navigate the world. Keep that know? on track. Yeah. Yeah. And mine is, so mine is a Libra. Born with Libra on your ascendant, life is likely to be experienced as a constant series of choices. It is important for you to consider everything from its various points of view. Deliberation might be your hall, your hallmark, but eventually justice is your middle name. Libra is an air sign concerned with fairness, equality, and right relationships. Thus, you are likely to feel the need to be objective in all your dealings and will specialize in relationships. Uh, Relationships are a major concern and you will get the best from your partnerships when you learn to first define who you are and what you need before then making any necessary compromises to keep things agreeable. Through relationships, you learn to assert yourself, adjust to others, and stand up for the principles which you believe are fair. Where it was pretty much like you're good at balancing like it talked about something like it used a different word not balancing but kind of um handling different relationships and I feel like you're really good with that because I feel like all of your friendships are different yeah I would agree with that it says I'm balanced and fair-minded which I see that more as myself than the Aries traits of being like quick-tempered and like aggressive yeah I always describe myself in most of my relationship as like the even Stevens one Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of agree with that. How about, so who, what is your rising sign? So let's see. My rising sign is Gemini. <laughs> you are likely to approach life with a genuine sense of inquisitiveness. You are gifted with a natural sense a, of curiosity and desire to understand how people or things work. This ascendant is primarily concerned with finding connections. You may have a knack for communication or a developed capacity to find associations between different points of view. That is very true. I'm a very curious person. Um, I like to maybe learn more about people's backgrounds to kind of see how they are and why they are a certain way. And then Mm -hmm. I also love thinking about like how something works and how something was made. And I'll just spend a while on Google, just like going down a rabbit hole Yeah. Trying to figure stuff like that out, you know? By nature, you are likely to be versatile and adaptable with multiple interests and the ability to fit in with whatever life throws your way. I feel like that's true. Michelle's even said that about me. Harnessing your innate interests can be a real bonus and lead you to a sense of purpose. All in all, you are likely to be gracious, socially aware, and adaptable. Your broad range of interests make you unusually capable and you can achieve many things through your gifts of wit and charm. Others can teach you the value of focused attention by developing an idea. Success comes from honing your skills through focusing your varied interest, using them to highlight your strengths and capabilities as you continue to learn, learn along the way. I feel like that's right on. Yeah, I think that's, that's spot on. Hmm. I think that's very much how you present. And I even like that line where it says like others can help you focus it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. None of us are an island. And I think you should be in relationships, whether they're romantic or friendship or whatever business. Because it's like you have a set of skills, but other people can bring their set of skills and really like 
make mm-hmm. yours shine. Mm-hmm. I love that for you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Last but not least, your moon sign. Your moon sign describes your instinctive and emotional nature. Whilst your sun sign describes qualities you are learning to develop and become, your moon describes who you already are. So this is like your instincts. This is like who you are and like your head that you might not show people. And I'm a Scorpio, <gasps> which that scares me. Um, so born with the moon in Scorpio, you are likely to be sensitive and loyal, but have intense emotional needs. A Scorpio is a water sign, which relates to emotional, psychological, and spiritual dimensions of life. You are likely to give the impression of being perceptive, powerful, and transformational. Damn, girl. Scorpio is also a fixed sign, suggesting that when you align your emotions with something you desire, be that a friend, lover, or anticipated outcome, you will be constant, enduring, and unwilling to let go. So it seems like a lot about, like, demanding loyalty. Uh, Scorpio is also a sign of privacy. You're likely to prefer playing your cards close to your chest rather than letting everyone get to know you and what you are experiencing. You learn to keep your true feelings to yourself. Even those nearest to you might have no idea of the depth of emotional storms besieging you. Oh my gosh. Why are you keeping this to yourself? You need to listen to your own intuition and choosing the right confidants to share the real depths of your immensely loving heart. Oh, and it says I need, I have a need for intimacy. Yeah, that sounds about right. There's also something here about like, liking one-on-one interactions and not surface things yeah that's true I yeah I I agree with that too I do feel like as much as I'm not outwardly like you need to be loyal to me I if I feel like I'm being betrayed I do tend to write people off um so I know that that is deep within me and Jake's called me out on that a few times like he has yeah well it's only literally happened with three different people two of them being employers, but like my roommate in college, we had a big falling out because we had moved in together twice and her boyfriend just was at our house all the time, all the time, even though he had an apartment. Anytime I thought I would go home and have the place myself because I knew she was in class or something, he was just always there playing video games and Mm -hmm. I just never felt like I had my space. And I had brought it up to her a few times in that apartment. We had to move out and we were moving in with a third girl and I sat her down and I was just like, I will only do this if you can promise me that Eric won't be there all the time. It's like a huge thing for me. I really just want to enjoy my space when I think I have it. He was literally playing video games on our couch 24-7. Oh my gosh. And like not going to classes, not doing anything. And so we get the, the third apartment and of course he's there all the time. And then she also got a dog. And I was just, I was fucking done halfway, halfway through the year. Like she finally ended up moving out, but I literally just stopped talking to her and we were like best friends. Like she was like my best friend in college, but I was just like, I've literally told you what the issue is. You promised me it wouldn't continue. And here we are again. And you're just blatantly ignoring me. Mm -hmm. So then I ignored her and then I never talked to her again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Let's do an episode of where you reach out to her. Oh my God. I would, if I ran into her or anything, like I would talk to her, no big issue. Like I don't like wish ill on her, but you've betrayed me. I'm done. Well, it's like, I if I'm going to like go through the awkwardness and uncomfortability to like state my boundary and yep. to say what I need and try to communicate that for you just to say fuck off and shit yep. on it. It's like, yeah, bye. Yeah. And so- I know that that is like very much an inner part of me 
that I don't really like about myself. I wish I could continue to hold a conversation and get through it. Yep. So I guess that's right. So better watch out, Jake. <laughs> You'll be next. You'll be next, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who what what are you really, Sam? <sighs> who are I'm you can- really? I'm a cancer, apparently. Oh. What's that about? All right. So it says you are likely to have an innate need to nurture, support, and protect. Cancer is a water sign and so pertains to the emotional, psychological, and spiritual dimensions of life. Your empathy for others is likely to be strong and you will have an intuitive ability to sense what others need. You are likely to feel a sense of responsibility that will impel you to take action where others' well-being is concerned. This is a sign of emotional support, of deep connection to family, home, and togetherness. A sense of emotional well-being comes from the family and home connections that you create in your life. Ooh. You are likely to be strongly driven by emotion, influenced by your own (laughs) ever-changing moods as well as the moods of those around you. That is so fucking true, Michelle. Like, if someone – like, say if Joe's in a bad mood, it, like, fucking destroys my whole day. And I have to, like, do everything I have. I have to pull it all together to make sure it's not a shitty day, you know? And even if I run into people who are moody – yep. It just completely like destroys my mood. Whoa. Yeah, I hate it so much. Matters to do with home and family life tend to feature strongly. There will be an overarching for all things concerning family life. Having your family around you will be important and you are likely to feel very responsible for your family's well-being. That's – I don't really know about – I don't think that's – I don't know. Maybe it is if I had family. Maybe it would be true. But, I mean, you took care of your mom. Yeah, but I feel like that's different, right? No, that's taking care of your family. Do you know how many people would just be like, oh, well, I guess this is somebody else's problem now. Okay. Especially at your young age when it happened. Yeah. Okay, that's true. Cancer relates to the domestic side of life. Your home is likely to be very important to you and, in many ways, your castle as well as a retreat from the world. That's Mm -hmm. true. That's why I don't ever like to leave my house. hundred <laughs> percent. You are probably naturally attuned to home decorating and know how to make it both comfy and inviting. Sam, this is so <laughs> on. This is so you. To wrap it up, learning to acknowledge your own needs is important and may take time. It is easier for you to sense where others are coming from than it yourself. But once the skill is learned, there is little to hold you back. I love that. And I think that's truly who you are inwardly too. Are you excited to like rabbit hole into this? I am. I am really excited. Yeah. Who knew? Like I always heard about like the moon and the rising Mm -hmm. and all of this. And I'm like, anytime I would try to look it up, it was so complicated. It's like pay $30. I'm like, uh, not today. (laughs) Wow. And this, okay. So the site we were using to look those up on where starslikeyou.com and they have a quick little like here your sun sign and you pick it your moon sign and you pick it and your rising sign and you pick it and then it tells you about it so it's much more straightforward you will have to know what those are 
beforehand, but there are a lot of, you know, just literally Google, what's my rising sign. You do need to know where you were born, the city you were born in, and the exact time that you were born at. So you need your birth certificate or your mother to be around. All right. Well, that's cool. I'm I'm definitely going to deep dive into that. I think Same. Interesting. Yeah. And now I'll actually know what I'm talking about when I say what my moon sign is. And now when I read that Sagittarius or nosy, I'll be like, well, that's not my rising sign. So that's not me. Mm-mm, that's not my core. <laughs> that's not my truth. It's not who I am as a person. All right. So um, to, to back that up, we did read an article called Why Are Millennials So Into Astrology? We won't get into it too much, but we'll link it. Uh, pretty much it's just that millennials are stressed out. We live in a data-driven era, and it's just like comforting to... Mm-hmm. To read your horoscope and learn about the zodiac. I like reading a fairy tale or like a book or something. But it like, but also because we're all mild narcissists, it relates to you. Wait, are we though? Everybody is. Yeah. What? If you weren't a narcissist, you would have like a generic zodiac horoscope thing. But what do you have? You have Sagittarius, don't you? (laughs) Because you don't care about those other signs. (laughs) true it's like it because it's like you see yourself in it and you're like want to relate to it um yeah you want to think you're not alone and that like the traits are totally fine as long Mm -hmm. as someone else has them and there's like these set things and then even if like they're like good ones you're like well I can aspire to be that because I'm an Aries so I'll get there you know Mm -hmm. but yeah so it's it was a good article and pretty much you know, a lot of us take in our astrology through memes and Instagram, which I think is exactly the way it should be because it's just fun. I think it should just be fun. Mm-hmm. There's obviously Sam's going to be crushed by this. There's obviously nothing scientific behind it. How do they know? <laughs> because you can't test it, Sam. It's like religion. Okay. So you're telling me that I just was brought into this world just because you're telling me I don't have a bigger plan you can because of the axis that I was born on and the coordinates Uh and the time and those fucking stars out there (laughs) (laughs) yep yep how depressing I I enjoy it I was always really into like Greek mythology and just mythology in like general and like symbolism so that's that's the that's what I like about it yeah. I just think it's like fun and just like magical. It is. It's very magical. So I don't, and it like, and it inspires magical thinking where it's like, you know what? I can do this. I'm a goddamn Sagittarius, bitch. Yep. Don't step to me. I'm a goddess. Don't I'm- do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> that did not sound tough. What? No. <laughs> Don't, don't don't do it. it. Don't do it. Please, please don't do it. <laughs> but yeah, we'll link this article because it's like it's a fun read. Pretty much just goes to show that we're all stressed out. <laughs> what else is new? Mm. Mm. A combination of stress and uncertainty about the future is an ailment from which astrology can seem like the perfect balm. What a what a mouthful that <sighs> is. How depressing. 
Oh, and this is actually like a good little quote. Humans are narrative creatures constantly explaining their lives and selves by weaving together the past, present, and future um, in the form of goals and expectations. And I think that is it. You know, it's like we want our lives to mean something. We want our lives to kind of be like a story or like, you know, we're all the stars of our own movie. Mm-hmm. And we're just trying to make sense of this mission gosh. Well, if I have to be on this earth, I'm going to try to make my life a movie and do whatever I can to get me through. Well, baby, you're going to be a pop star. (laughs) My loneliness is killing me. You know what, Sam? You are just waiting for your Tom Girardi to come by. And baby girl, he's going to make you a pop star. I'm counting down the days. Um, so we hope you guys had fun with this one. We definitely had some chuckles. I had some chuckles. A lot of chuckles. A lot of chucks. Um, but that was fun. And we learned a little bit more about our astrology. And now we have something to do with our afternoon. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have more Instagram accounts to try to find. Exactly. (laughs) So many more. Let's not be too serious. It's and magical and you don't have to take it too seriously, but I just think it's entertaining. I do too. Let's not forget the little things in life. I don't know if I've used this one before. <laughs> if I have, forgive me. Use it again. It's obviously important. Okay. Let's not forget the little things in life, like the joys of Opening a newspaper, opening the app, Googling what your horoscope is going to be this week. Yeah. Because if it's going to be shitty, at least give me a heads up, universe. Seriously. Let a girl know. hmm Okay. So we will catch you guys next time. Yes. Um, we hope you have a great week. We love you. We love you. Take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Stay on your feet. But rest if needed. And rest if needed. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at deadlygroundscoffee.com.